0: This is the Witch Kitabu podcast with Mary and Musa.
1: Part 3. The Secret Lives of Baba Segi's Wives by Lola Shonayin. Hey, welcome back to our second podcast here at Witch Kitabu. Uh, My name is Mary and I'm here with my co-host, Musa. Asubuhi and we'd just like to remind you who we are again Mm -hmm. Musa Asubuhi is a publisher of Wikitabu Mm -hmm. it's a African-owned publishing house that has published a couple of books so far. We featured one of the books, his book actually. Exactly. Age of the Navigator Mm -hmm. in the last podcast. And I am a lover of all things African politics, history, Mm -hmm. and media.
0: Mentor Extraordinaire. (laughs) And we had Zamar Studios.
1: Yes, thank you, Mark. Thank you so much, Mark. He is waving at us. Producer Extraordinaire, Zamar Studios Nairobi. When you look at Lola Shaneein, the author's background, you realize that she came from polygamous lineage in the sense Mm. that her grandfather was a polygamous man. And he was royalty Mm. in their community in Ibadan. Basically, you're looking at a woman who grows up with privilege, Mm. goes to Europe to study in her mm. formative years and yeah. then has to come back to Nigeria because of the political situation so yeah. she fully understands yes. what is happening mm. and it takes me back to that TED talk with Chimamanda Chimamanda yes and Chimamanda talks about the one story
0: yes the the, the dangers of the one story and
1: And Chimamanda feels that when you look at something just from one facet, one lens, you do not understand the backstory, you do Mm. not understand the nuances. And I think for Lola, that experience of her family now becoming politically out of the system Mm. gave her a different view of her society. I, that is my opinion had she mm. stayed on in europe and continued mm. to study in europe i mm. think her writing would have been a bit more different true but i love the poetry in her writing mm. i love the style i love the way she creates characters
0: and the pictures mm-hmm. you actually see them you can see the actions some of them not so mm, but you like know you the can driver, actually see teju,
1: them taju. yeah I mean, I want to meet Taju. I mean, physically, I, this man has seen some things.
0: I think Taju and... And this um, is Baba Segi's driver. driver.
1: Yes. So he's seen the first wife, second wife come in, mm. third wife, fourth wife. This man has <laughs> secrets. He
0: does. Actually, he
1: does have yes, secrets. Yes, he does. And
0: it, Oh, seems This man has
1: information, <laughs> but he has Baba Segi's back.
0: Yes, he does
1: for whatever reason he has Baba Seki's back
0: yeah and it's interesting also going through uh-huh. the book to know um, what happens and the, the hospital interactions uh-huh. also very interesting I thought um, we, we have an issue with healthcare in Africa but I love the hospital interactions. For me, they were very interesting. Uh, they're a bit different from what I'm used to hearing people talk about, but I, I, I found them to be um, very interesting and also how...
1: How interesting and how different?
0: Um, there were issues with with uh, the facilities and maybe how much um, medical equipment they had, but the the individuals were involved, so the doctors themselves. I mm-hmm. found them interesting characters, and um,
1: but no- remember the setting. So these are the nineties, going into mm-hmm. the two thousands, when they're now going to visit these facilities. Mm-hmm. So you have the African governments going through these structural adjustment programs where the World Bank IMF has said you have to now decrease funding towards um, the civil service and government backed facilities so you see a drop in drugs being available in hospitals doctors being paid less Mm. so understand it from that perspective yes and so we now see like for instance in Kenya there was that brain drain where Mm. doctors anyone who was in the medical field leaving our country to go and work elsewhere and mm. so in fact after that you see a dearth in our medical field it's only mm. now that it's beginning to pick and we see especially with devolved government in kenya mm. the improvement of medical services mm. and then the national hospital insurance fund <laughs> and that is why i mentioned shimamanda's uh talk on ted talks mm. because she was basically saying Ensure that you have a backstory. Yes. In fact, I love what she said when she went to a certain university in the US and she had written a book, and this young student comes to her and says, Oh, what a pity. All Nigerian men are violent and they're rapists. Mm. And she goes, Hmm, I read American Psycho, and it's just a pity that all American white men <laughs> are psychotic killers. Exactly. And so. I believe that as Africans, it's important, yes, to tell the truth, Mm. but it is good that we have these discussions amongst ourselves. Mm. In fact, Lola Shenayin is doing that with her book. And uh, and
0: the events. Yes, her events.
1: So, she said she found herself having these discussions in Europe, in America, Mm. and she's thinking we should be having these discussions here in In Africa. Africa. And we should be asking ourselves, why are we still following the traditions of old? Yes. Do those traditions add value to our lives? Exactly. Why are we not reading?
0: And do you remember the question mm-hmm. you asked me yes. about, um, um, you asked me a question about, is this the African story? Oh, in the book is yes, this yes. the African story mm-hmm. is this the story we want to export uh-huh. and then reading how many languages it's been translated yes. to is this the, the, the story we want you know the Germans the, the Hebrew people who speak
1: Hebrew the Israelis the Israelis, <laughs> the Israelis. <laughs> Israel uh-huh.
0: so is this what we want them to learn about our continent
1: Well, let's look at it this way mm-hmm. So you have historical writers Who write books about Europe World War One, World War Two, mm-hmm. And as a reader You understand that That was a point in time in Europe I am now not going to go to Europe And expect to see You know, Hitler, Germany Or to see You know the kind of environment that existed then Mm. they have moved beyond that Mm. but I do feel that as Africans we have absorbed so much of other cultures Mm. and we carry very little of what we ourselves are Mm. and I believe these books will make us think back and Mm. ask like what you just said about the Mm. medical field, Mm. that is not your experience Mm. but people who went to the hospitals just around the time of the structural adjustment programs that is what they experience experience. you have brilliant doctors brilliant nurses Mm. medical staff are on point Mm. but unfortunately the facilities are crumbling
0: Mm. and is it, it a bit interesting that all these languages want to have a bit of what was written down and i feel the aspects the themes the major themes polygamy that's a big thing not just in Africa but in <laughs> other continents.
1: I was listening to Chris Hart. He is a psychologist, writer. He's written in our newspapers, y- yes. in Nation. Yes. And he was uh, looking at statistics where you see that 60% of men who are married sire 100% of the children.
0: Which is very interesting. Yes.
1: <laughs> And without going into too many details, go to your research, but what he was looking at was, again, you're calling it the lizard brain. I'm just simply saying it's economics in the sense that I am a woman. I want security. Mm. I want to know that the man I marry will Mm. be able to take care of my children and that I will not end up alone at the age of 40, 50, 60. Traditionally, if we were a hunter gatherer society, I would look for the best hunter, the strongest man. Yes. But now in our newer society We're looking at Different things Like Mm. the nerd now Is the one who makes the money Yes And so I am looking for a man Who's financially stable Or Mm. who has potential Mm. To become financially stable True So as a man There's so many different things That they need to do To attract a woman Mm. But in the case of Babasegi He didn't Uh, need to do much No (laughs) Babasegi just
0: had money That was That was that won him for him Uh That won It everything for him because, I mean, I'm not sure I'd put anything else on him. He was just interesting.
1: What shocked me was his description, which Mm. came as in physical description, which came Mm. towards like the middle of the book. Mm. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's not how I imagined him. I'm like, what? It was so, so different from Mm. what I had first Pictured, pictured in my in mind, mind, I think I went to, you know, the Niger movies, the Nigerian mm. movies. Mm. And for me it was the buffoon of a man in the movie. And you're thinking, hmm, interesting.
0: <laughs> I remember the names he was called in the beginning. So uh-huh. uh, those those for me those it uh-huh. for him because there's one particular name I I love. Uh-huh wild animals is very interesting (laughs) but let's let's give credit to lola oh she's done an
1: amazing job she
0: has done a good job of painting um an amazing african picture Uh and and definitely this is not the only story so this is this is this is not what africa is through and through this is an aspect and mm -hmm.
1: um she's also given her women character and power exactly they're not soft women no. they're not no. women who are afraid mm. these are women who are born into a situation mm. but they have made the most of it these are strong women.
0: very strong women. very
1: strong women
0: v- which also makes me think about the children
1: yes being brought up by very powerful women very
0: powerful women but within that setting mm-hmm. you know it must be very interesting to see your father um experiencing that. And we wouldn't even mention his name, but Mm -hmm. there is one particular boy in the story Mm -hmm. who is very interesting. Mm -hmm. He's he's very mature in his behavior. Way beyond his years. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I feel, you know, he gives you hope. Mm Mm-hmm. He gives you hope that this particular boy will not... Do ah, you yes. remember him? Yes. He gives because you hope.
1: Because you can see this is a young man growing up in this environment, mm. but he's most definitely not going to treat women the way his father e- exactly. does. Exactly. It's it's implied.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. And he... It's not... Actually, it's not just implied. Mm-hmm. He does things.
1: Ah, like he's yes. He's very
0: respectful. Uh-huh. He... Um, um, you know, Bonlale mentions that, you know, he will... He will help he will offer to help and even if she doesn't want it he will insist on it so chivalry is not dead and it gives you hope it makes you know you know what um there's all this murk, but then there's hope in all this story and
1: and you look at Africans who are now making up most of the world's youthful population statistics, as we said in the prior podcast, show that in another 20, 30 years, the largest population of young people will be black. Yeah. And we will overtake China in terms mm. of numbers. True. So, this younger generation born in the 80s, late 70s, into the 90s, this is a generation of Africans that has more exposure. Mm. This is a generation of Africans that is not going to make, I pray, the same mm. mistakes that their ancestors did. True. And this is a group of Africans that is going to create the kind of standard that mm. will set this nation sorry this continent apart.
0: Yes. And it's interesting also mm. um because this particular young boy mm-hmm. didn't have role models.
1: No not really. As such.
0: Mm-hmm. And for me that's very hopeful because then even with the ones who haven't got mentors yes. who are ever present mm-hmm. they can make that decision. And so it's 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 call to us to uh-huh. do what we can in terms of leading that younger generation uh-huh. but also understanding these guys are going to make good decisions oh yes so man this book is rich this book is Lola so rich. Shanine
1: congratulations love the book yes. absolutely love the book
0: you've been listening to a review of The Secret Lives of Baba Segi's Wives by Lola Shanine
1: The Witch Kitabu Podcast with Mary and Musa.